Hi, this is Steve Durr. Today we're going to read from Nehemiah chapter 7, starting in verse 1 and going to verse 7. And then we're going to skip all the way to verse 73, and I'll explain that in a little bit. But let's pick up the story. After the wall was finished, and I had set up the doors in the gates, the gatekeeper, singers, and Levites were appointed. I gave the responsibility of governing Jerusalem to my brother Hananiah, along with Hananiah, the commander of the fortress. For he was a faithful man who feared God more than most. I said to them, do not leave the gates open during the hottest part of the day. And even while the gatekeepers are on duty, have them shut and bar the doors. Appoint the residents of Jerusalem to act as guards, everyone on a regular watch. Some will serve at sentry points and some in front of their own homes. At that time, the city was large and spacious, but the population was small and none of the houses had been rebuilt. So my God gave me the idea to call together all the nobles and leaders of the city, along with the ordinary citizens, for registration. I had found the genealogical record of those who had first returned to Judah, and this is what was written there. Here is the list of the Jewish exiles of the provinces who returned from their captivity. King Nebuchadnezzar had deported them to Babylon, but now they returned to Jerusalem and the other towns in Judah where they originally lived. Their leaders were Zerubbabel, Yeshua, Nehemiah, Sarariah, Relaiah, Nahem, Ani, Mordecai, Bilshan, Mizpar, Bigvi, Rehum, and Benai. This is the number of the men of Israel who returned from exile. And let me pause here a moment and unpack what's going on. After the wall was completed, Nehemiah recognized that there was still more work to be done. The large city had a small population, and most of the people lived in the surrounding rural areas. So Nehemiah was inspired to find out where the different families were living in order to call some to repopulate and to live in the city, to live in Jerusalem and bring the city back to life, to bring it to flourishing. And in his effort to record all the people and register all the people, Nehemiah discovered a precious document. He found the genealogical record of those who had first returned to their homeland from their exile. So Nehemiah used this record of people who had come back from exile um, to help identify the families. And we find this list also in Ezra chapter 2, and I'm skipping over this list because of its length, because of its detail, and its difficulty of reading, especially the names. (laughs) But I encourage you to take a look through this incredible window into the past by taking a look at Nehemiah chapter 7, verse 8 through 72. But I'm going to pick it up uh, now in verse 73. So what was the result of Nehemiah reading through all this uh, genealogical record and registering families? Verse 73 tells us the results of this. It says, So the priests, the Levites, the gatekeepers, the singers, the temple servants, and some of the common people settled near Jerusalem. The rest of the people returned to their own towns, throughout Israel. And so by working through this list and taking a current census, Nehemiah was able to repopulate some of the people closer to Jerusalem 
and help bring flourishing, growth, and support to the city. Now let's return to the beginning of this chapter. We've gotten an idea of where the story is going, but I want to have us focus on one particular thing. The wall was finished. The doors are in place. Now it's time for Nehemiah to bring order and leadership and support to the people by appointing people to lead and serve. I love the description of Hanani, the commander of the fortress. Nehemiah tells us that Hanani was selected to give leadership because, and here's the quote, he was a faithful man who feared God more than most. Hanani was known as a reliable, trustworthy, truthful person who was devoted and lived in awe and respect of God. I am inspired by this description of Hanani. He was a faithful man who feared God more than most. I'm sure Hanani had a great resume of experience and skills, but the quality Nehemiah was looking for most in a leader was character and godliness. It wasn't so much what the leader could do, although that competency was important. It's who was this person? Who are they deep down? What's their character like? As we desire to be an influence in the world around us, in our community, in our neighborhood, in our school, in our family, the priority, the priority, according to this, what Nehemiah is looking for, is to be in a relationship with God in which God increasingly shapes us into the person he desires us to be. I mean, is there any greater success that you are shaped by your creator to be more and more who he intends you to be? Character matters. Who we are when no one is watching matters. Being truthful, faithful, seeking to follow God in what we say, in how we treat people, in what we do, matters. In my life, the people who influenced me most were the ones who lived out what they were saying. They lived in such a way that it challenged me, it inspired me, it summoned me not to settle for lip service belief in mediocre faith. And I'm reminded of that phrase, more is caught than taught. Have you heard that before? More is caught than taught. In other words, people learn more from the lives we live than the lines we give. Oh, that rhymes, my friend. I'm going to have to say it again. <laughs> Here we go. Are you ready? You might want to write this down. People learn more from the lives we live than the lines we give. And I am aware that people will be impacted more by how I live my life than by the line I just gave you. <laughs> and so as I've reflected on this passage, I've asked the questions, um, you know, I've asked this question of myself. If, if Hannah and I was described as faithful and revering God more than most, how would someone describe me? Is this how I want to be described? How would someone describe me? How would someone describe you? And is that how you'd want to be described? 
Is there anything in my life or maybe in your life that needs adjusting and change? Do I really believe that character and godliness matter in joining God to be an influence? And if so, how am I, how are we going to cultivate and prioritize these things? And so what is God saying to you today? And what will be your response? And to close in prayer, I want to just read Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24. It says this, and this is our prayer. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day.